Welcome to Talking Football on 1252 Sports Entertainment. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I am Fat Mike, and this is Talking Football on 1252 Sports. We are back and at it yet again for a big Week 13 matchup slate here for us. We are going to be talking about the Bears and Lions game Week 13 matchup this week. Going to break down a little bit about what happened last week. I don't I don't really even want to talk about it, but it is what it is. All right, so with me each and every single week, as always, is our guy Angelo Ace Camacho. Let's welcome him on in. Angelo, what's going on, my friend? Good morning. What's up, Mike? How you doing this morning? Good, good, man. Good. I'm ready for a big week 13. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I can't wait. I can't wait. And also joining us again each and every single week is Tyler DeMouse over at DeMouse Fantasy. Tyler, what's going on, brother? How's it going, guys? How's it going? Football Sunday. It's here. It's here. Football Sunday. Football Sunday. We had a lot of big things happen last week in the NFL. And uh, we're going to go over that in just a minute. But we also wanted to give you guys a heads up around the 945 timestamp. We are also welcoming back again Eric Lambert from over at Sports Mockery. I'm really happy to bring him on yet again another week to talk about the Bears' upcoming matchup, Week 13 matchup against the Lions here. It should be a lot of fun, and I'm very, very interested to see what he has to say. I want to ask him about the article that he wrote. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read that, but it's something that we can definitely talk about and discuss. But uh, yeah, so last week in the Pickums, let's go over let's let's go over the the Week 12 matchup slate as it was. Anyways, it seemed like Week 12 was never going to end, guys, and I really, I really <laughs> did mean that. With all the, I mean, it started on Thanksgiving and it ended this past Wednesday. It, it seemed like it was never ever going to end. It was like a bad episode of the twilight zone. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I mean, it, it was, it was ridiculous. It started on Thursday where the Texans rolled the lions 41 to 25 on Thanksgiving. It wasn't even fun to watch that game. And then after that, we saw the Washington football team completely stop the Dallas Cowboys dicks in the turf 41 to 16. That was you know, a ridiculous game. It, it was just craziness at its, at its, uh, I just, it was just nuts. All right. I couldn't understand what the hell was going on in that, in either of those games. High scoring points. But, you know, luckily I did win two bets on that week's schedule. After that, we had the Bills beat the Chargers. Now, this is the Sunday slate here, guys. Starting off with the noon games there. The Bills did knock off the Chargers in Buffalo 27 to 17. After that, the Titans beat the uh the Indianapolis Colts 45-26 which I called by the way that was a good game I really liked that game we had the Vikings beating the Panthers 28 to 27 we had the Browns barely escaping the Jacksonville Jaguars 27-25 I don't know how that happens Mike Lennon your starting quarterback and the guy goes fucking ham all over you what are you doing <laughs> the Giants barely beat the Bengals last week 19 to 17 uh, Danny Dimes is hurt, not starting today, but we will talk about more about that a little bit later as we go on. We had the Patriots beat the Cardinals 20-17. to This game was ridiculous. Like, I didn't know. Uh, the Cardinals are not a good team. Like, I, they're not a good team, I don't think. I don't know if Kyler Murray's banged up. I don't know if Bill Belichick just understands how to take one your best player out of the game each and every single week. But it was a uh, – that game pissed me off. And after that, we had the Dolphins – trouncing the Jets 20-3. to 
We got the Falcons with a huge upset over the Oakland Raiders last week, a game that burned me so many ways. The Falcons won 43-6. to David Carr did not look good in that game. The Raiders' offense did not look good in that game. Falcons' defense looked really good in that game. Uh, then we got the Saints beating the Broncos 31-3. to The Broncos started a backup. Fucking what was they help me out here? He was like a, a practice squad wide receiver, right? Practice squad wide receiver who had not played quarterback since his freshman year in college. At Wake Forest, correct? He was a Wake Forest quarterback. Uh that I don't know off the top of my head. I think it was Wake Forest, so it doesn't really matter. Angela looks so so happy. Look at him. <laughs> I'm just listening. You do a good job of recapping this, the games. All right, and then after that. We have the 49ers beating the Rams. Again, guys, like I said, I told you, this Rams team is back and forth. I think they're fucking phonies. I don't like this team. They suck. Um, the Chiefs barely squeaking out with a win against the Buccaneers. We were talking about that in a little bit of the pregame. And I was really surprised. I would have It would have been like the best game I watched all year if the Buccaneers did come back and beat, win that game. But unfortunately, it did not happen. I was hoping for that to happen while Megan and I were set up the Christmas tree and getting everything ready to go. Then after that, we had the Packers lay one on the Bears in Lambeau, forty-one to twenty-five. That was a shit show from the get-go. <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. I like that said, that quote too. Yeah, shit show shit from show the get-go. From the get-go. <laughs> uh, we had the Seattle Seahawks beating the Eagles, twenty-three seventeen. The Eagles just suck. And then finally, a game that was postponed from last Thursday Thanksgiving all the way up to last. Well, it was first originally postponed to Sunday then postponed to Monday, then postponed to Tuesday, and then it played on Wednesday. And this game fucking pissed me off because the Steelers can't cover a five-and-a-half-point spread with by, by fucking playing a team full of backups. So the Steelers win 19-14, to the fucking turds, and there we go. So that's the recap of last week. Joy, oh, joy. I hate that they are on my list now, guys. The Pittsburgh Steelers are on my list. Mike's going to hate every fucking team by the end mm-hmm. of the year. Mm-hmm. They they fucked me out of a max bet last week too. I, Unreal. So how do you so live, does, live odds they were fucking minus nine and a half. So I was right. like, you know what? I don't think they're gonna do that. I bought down to fucking minus six, thinking, oh man, <sighs> without a doubt they can cover a fucking touchdown. Five and a half, dude. You can't cover two field goals. Are you fucking kidding me? Dude, that was a terrible football game. It was. It was a bad football game. Like I was all excited. Like I was like, yeah, Wednesday afternoon. I'm off. Let's do this. I'm going to hang out and watch this football game. It's going to be awesome. And then and I was like all over the place watching. I can't do it. I can't, I can't get into football smack dab in the middle of the week. I can't do it. I couldn't do it. I was not in it. Maybe it was because the game was such a fucking snore. But I really, I could not do it. It was a, I would have rather watched paint dry than fucking watch that game. It was bad. That was a bad game to watch. <clears throat> yeah, it was uh, the first quarter had what four four hit, uh, turnovers. That's insane. Yeah, it was it was not good. I mean, what were you gonna say? Football's football, no matter how bad it is. Just yeah, no football. Football. Watch, I'll go watch pee wee football if that's all I can watch. Yeah. Well, well you're a creep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. You're a creep. Awesome. You're a creep. All right. So after that quick little recap, like we already went down the schedule. Angelo, our pick'em stats are in. How yeah. did we do, man? Uh well, I had a very lackluster performance. I was nine and seven last week. That's I, not still bad. Was, I still was positive. Yeah, that's not bad. Good it, week. Didn't, it didn't go well after that. Uh you and Tyler tied with a 12 and 4 record. Whoa. So 
As of right now, I've been standings. Tyler is in first place at 98, 61, uh, 62 and one. And you and I are tied 93, 67 and one. That's what I get for trying to pull away from the pack by picking games that I didn't really feel confident in the winner, but I just picked them to try to gain some ground and it did not work for me. Not at all. Doing the DX suck it, buddy. I've been behind all year, and now I just came up and fucking tied you. Uh, eat a dick. Yeah, that's a uh, that's shit for me. Still got, I gotta, you still got some ground to make up, though, man. I still got some ground. I, I, it's a successful year as long as I beat Angelo and as long as I'm above 500. I'm almost 30. You're 30 games above 500, Ty. I'm almost 30 games above 500 out of here, so not bad. I mean, technically, <laughs> I'm also almost at that spot. No, you are. Yeah, you're all, yeah. But now we're tied, and I hold the tiebreaker because five you game lead, man. It's uh, it's coming down. There's only a couple weeks left. This could really, yeah, it's gonna get hot, pretty heavy here. It's gonna get, it's gonna get pretty oh, crazy. Hopefully, this. hopefully, uh, hopefully, I can make this happen and pull, pull out, a, pull a comeback out of my ass. Yeah, all what's my the bet? Uh, booze, bottle of booze, a bottle of booze, yeah. a bottle. Of, well, it depends. Whatever we want, a, a bottle of booze, a hoodie from the store, huh? Huh? A hoodie from the store, or we can, um, I don't know. We could figure it out. We could do something cool, but yeah, within under a hundred dollar range would be cool because I'm broke and I don't, I can't afford shit. Bucks. So. Tito's oh, is what I would pick. That's a twenty dollar uh-huh. bottle of booze. Oh man! Oh, okay, thought, cool. Yeah, I thought I I'm thought not doing no no nineteen year scotch or no. Oh well, well if I would, I want a PlayStation Five. So yeah, you guys we're, are if we're going all the way money. up to a, we're going all the way up to a hundred bucks, man. I'm gonna get my money's worth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll take a steak dinner to <laughs> Chicago Cut. Yeah. I'm gonna steak dinner for you, a tube steak dinner, right here, buddy. <laughs> there you go. All like right. That. Do you want to do it before uh, Adam joins us? Adam, Eric, I mean, Eric. Sorry. Yeah, we're definitely gonna do the pickles before Eric. You did that <laughs> last week. <You> <laughs> I did that last week. Adam Lambert from Queen joining us. Ah. Right? Adam Lambert, American Idol, and current lead singer of Queen. Is joining us in the 9:45 hour. It should be a lot of fun. I mean, that would be cool too. I guess you could have him sing a Queen cover. We should have Eric sing a Queen cover the last week of the show. Eric, yeah. Be like, hey, you why actually try sing? getting. Why don't we try getting Adam Lambert on too? Both of them. We have mistaken your name. We have what? said that we are. Yeah, we'll just we'll just keep tagging Adam Lambert from here on out, saying he's going to be on Talking Football with Eric Lambert. <laughs> And when he finally joins us, we're reuniting cousins or <laughs> brothers or just people that are they're pro- they're probably not even spelt the same. Um, that's a good point. I haven't checked. The Somebody story. Google that. Why are why are we not googling? Him? We're gonna have Adam Lambert from Queen on the show. It's gonna happen somehow, some way, and he's gonna sing "Bicycle." I don't think so. No, you I don't think so. Oh, well. He'd be like, "Hey, I hate the Bears." Like you guys should. Ooh, I'm pulling that audio clip, and that's going to be your intro every single week. All right, Lambert is spelled the same for both of them. Oh, some. All right, Tyler, our our computer genie guru over there. At least you know. At least he. What? What are you laughing at? The computer genie guru. <laughs> the, yeah, the computer genie guru. He, he was quick to the punch while you just sat there and fingered your nose the entire time. I got shit yep. to do over here. I'm running this ship, and you're fucking just sitting there riding my coattails, pal. That's right. Coattail <laughs> rider, man. Coattail rider. I'm pulling that audio clip too, by the way, saying that you that saying that Angelo hates the Bears. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull that audio clip. 
do it. It's going to be a big point in the season. You do hate the Bears a little bit, yeah. You hate the Bears a little bit. Well, I like talk. to think of them as like I don't know if I said this to you guys on the show, but I'd like to think of them as like that relationship that just is always on the rocks, and you like you got to take a break every once in a while. So sitting Nancy from the Sex Pistols, yeah, or like on Facebook, you're always changing your Facebook relationship status to. It's complicated, and then like two weeks later, you guys are engaged. Single and then, like, a week mingle. later, you're you're complicated again. That's right. the type of relationship I have with the Chicago Bears team. Mm. Contemplating homosexuality that that should be a that should be no, a because real, that would be yeah. me becoming a Packer fan, and I'm not about that. Oh, oh. Hey, come come right over. You're already in this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's kick off with the week twelve or week thirteen here, man. So we got the we got the records up, man. Angelo, you and I are tied, so we got a big week this week. Hopefully, oh, yeah. we catch Tyler, or hopefully, you choke one out, <clears throat> and hopefully, the uh, let's let's kick it off, man. We got a good go here. Uh, obviously no Thursday night game, so everything rides in between now and Wednesday, so we got to kick some ass and get it going today. But uh, here we go. Let's kick it off. Week 13 starts off with the noon slate. A very good game. I know who I'm taking in this game. I'm not going to talk first. I'm going to give it over to Tyler. Saints at Atlanta, Tyler. Who's you, who are you taking in this one? I got the Saints. Uh, I mean, Atlanta's defense has been playing very well, but with Sean Payton, I, I'm not going to bet against the Saints. Okay, uh, Angelo, who are you taking? Uh, I'm in the same. I got the Saints. All right, with a surprise pick, I am going to take the Falcons by a field goal in this game. This had, this this literally has all the makings of uh, an, an Atlanta game that's going to be very, very exciting. Still Taysom Hill at quarterback with New Orleans. They did not use – I mean, they use him how they use him down there, and he's just – it's almost like a wildcat formation. He's right. not throwing a lot of passes. It's cool. I think the, Fal- the Falcons' defensive ends are really fast coming off the ball and off the end, and I think that might – contain Taysom Hill a little bit this week and that's why I'm going with Atlanta I like that game that they played last week I had that game on back and forth watching them just completely fucking destroying the Raiders last week and they looked really really good putting themselves in very good field position against that team stopping the run of Josh Jacobs and all over fucking David Carr last week or Derek Carr which one is it I forget what it is uh, Derek Derek yeah, Derek. Yeah. David Carr was his brother that's now rolled up like a tube of toothpaste that's fucking in a body cast since he left the NFL. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm going I'm to take Atlanta in this game. I really like this game. It's going to be a fun watch. He'll hate Atlanta by the end of the day. <laughs> I will. I'll be motherfucking him up and bet down. Bet it on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Next yeah. game. Next game. All right. We got the Jacksonville Jaguars heading up to Minnesota to face the Vikings. This game should be pretty easy. Angela, who are you taking in this one? See, you say that, but every time I think the Vikings got an easy win, they always struggle, and it's so frustrating. This team is so difficult to figure out. At least we as Bears fans know that the Bears suck. So, like, it's no surprise. But if a, if I was a Vikings fan, I don't know how I get, like, oh, yeah, we got, we're on a run. I don't think they'll lose to Jacksonville this week, so I'm going to pick the Vikings, but I wouldn't be surprised if they ended up losing by a field goal at the end of the game. All right. So, okay. So, Tyler, who are you taking in that one? I got the Vikings. Uh, Mike Lennon starting at quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He played. He didn't look bad week. last week. He played though. decent last week, but I don't, I don't think he goofy could. long neck. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't think he it up this week, especially on on the road in Minnesota. 
All right. And on that note, I am going to take the Minnesota Vikings in this game too. I think they're going to, I think they're going to go on a little bit of a baby run here. Like I said it a few weeks ago, I was wrong about Detroit going on a little bit of baby run. They just completely shit the bed. But I said, like I did say that day, that day, one of those teams was going to turn it on and put some pressure on the Bears. And it's been the Vikings over the past couple of weeks. So I'm going to go with the Vikings in this game. And, you know, they could they could possibly still be in the hunt after today and be ready to rock and roll. Tyler, you got some news. What's going on? Uh, Lamar Jackson has been cleared to return this week against the Cowboys on Tuesday. All right, so there you go. That changes everything. Oh, I'm glad up. we knew that before we made our picks. Yeah, before we made our picks. Well, we'll Tyler coming in in the clutch. Yeah, we'll get uh, we'll get to the Ravens here soon, shortly. Uh, okay, so all three of us are on the Viking train then, or did you take the Jags, Angelo? No, I'm Vikings. Okay, so all three of us took the Vikings. Another really good game that I'm ex- I'm super. Super excited for this game at noon. I cannot wait to see this game. It's Hopefully, it's old-school brand of football, and that game is the Cleveland Browns against the Tennessee Titans at noon in Tennessee. I'm super stoked for this game. I don't know about you guys, but I am pumped. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt going to be running the ball. You got big old Derrick Henry running the ball. I'm super excited for this. It should be a run and just play play action debauch, debauchery. It should be awesome. I'm really excited for this. Two pretty good defenses. As of right now, the Titans looked decent last week. They didn't look terrible, but they turned it around a little bit. I don't know who to take in this game, so I'm going to leave it to Tyler first to take, but I'm excited for this game. Tyler, go ahead. I got the Titans. Um, I'm still not sold on the Browns. I don't think the Browns are a very good 8-3 and three team. I mean, yeah, I'll take the Titans. All right, Angelo, who you taking? Yeah, this one's tricky, man, because like both teams, they look good one week and then they they look like they're struggling the next. Um, I just think this time of year, Derrick Henry's it's his time to shine. He's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, so he's just gonna run over the the uh, Cleveland Browns. Not that I don't think the Cleveland Browns are gonna score. I just think Derrick Henry's gonna have a hell of a game. His over under is set for 100.5. I might take the over on that just because so, uh, of I would I I would take the over on that on one condition and that's if Miles Garrett is not playing. Tyler, is there any I, news on Garrett? Is he playing? Miles Garrett is playing. Ooh, yeah, I don't know, man. Awesome. I still, I still um, might take the over on that. On DraftKings, they have a boost right now of uh Derrick Henry and Nick Chubb combining for over 200 rushing yards for plus 140. Oh yeah, you bet. The shit I might hit that. I might hit that for one. All right. What is it? Two hundred, right? You said two hundred combined. Oh. It doesn't matter. Yeah, right. So if Henry, receiving Henry or rushing, receiving or rushing, no, it's, it's just rushing. Right. Oh, so like, if Henry has one twenty and Chubb only has eighty, you still win. Or it would yeah. be a push, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a dude. That's a bet I might take. I feel like this is going to be like Mike said, a big uh, old school football game. Running. Well, they, they both love to run the ball. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's one thing I'm going to love about this game. And both teams, especially the Browns, listen, even when the Browns were fucking cans of fucking turds way back in the day before they got Mayfield and before they got, you know, um, Kareem Hunt and Odell Beckham and Jarvis Landry, before they got those guys and when they sucked, they still had a pretty solid defense. They were still sitting there somewhere in the middle of the pack in defense, and they've only gotten better getting Miles, getting Miles Garrett. And other players to be named on that team. Uh, uh, what's that cornerback? Ward. Is that who I'm thinking of? Ward. Denzel Ward. Ward. Yeah, that, that that dude's a straight up stud. The, the team is a very very good team. 
I am taking the Cleveland Browns in this game. For some reason, I feel for some reason in this game, just like I had a feeling on the Tennessee Titans last week, I have a feeling that the Cleveland Browns, it's going to come down to you have to make a play. They're going to have to make a play action play to win this game, I think. I seriously, like, honestly, they're going to have to hit Jarvis Landry deep or Higgins deep or somebody deep. And it's going to have to be put on Baker Mayfield's shoulders. And Baker Mayfield, I think, needs to rise to the occasion to where everybody doesn't think he's just a meh quarterback. Because that's that's what's going around right now. He's a meh quarterback. So the over-under is 52.5. I would take the under in this game. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like – I'm not going to bet this game. I'm not betting this game. I, I, I'm gonna. Uh, this is going to be the game that I'm going to sit there and I'm going to love watching from start to finish. And I don't want to have a, a horse in this race because I want to enjoy the game. I don't want to get pissed off if the Titans win. I don't want to get pissed off if the fucking if the if uh, the Browns win. Whatever. I want to. I'm going to have fun watching this game, and that's why I'm going to take the Browns. I'm taking the Browns. So it's settled. I, I'm taking I, the Browns. I take the Browns. Make a bet on this Browns. game. I bet the Browns. When I bet it, it was Browns plus five and a half. And the line has moved to uh, plus four right now. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. Who was that? Sylvie, right? Isn't he said that? It's on their show. Mm. I don't know if he said it or not. Uh, Well, there we go. So that's that game. So we got, what, two Ravens? or I'm sorry, two Titans and 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 a Cleveland? Yeah. Yep. Ooh, all right. All right, we always save the Bears game for last. We'll bring on Eric for that game when we're talking with him. After that, we got the Bengals-Dolphins. I don't like this game. Two is back, but I like Ryan Fitzpatrick more. Um, I don't like this game. I think the Dolphins are going to win. I mean, I just I, the Dolphins are going to win this game. Yeah. Right? Dolphins I, should win this game, right? No Joe yeah. Burrow. No Joe Mixon again. Yeah. yeah you know, the I think the should Dolphins game. have it. The Dolphins, so we got two Dolphins, but it would be it would be a lot more enjoyable if Tua was or not Tua Fitzmagic was starting. They did him dirty. Tua has looked pretty good out there. Oh, and Bring Tua's back. thumb didn't he break it off in some dude's ass or something like that? He fucked up his thumb, didn't he? I think he sprints thumb. <laughs> yeah, breaking it off in some dude's ass. So there you go. Who are you taking, Angelo? Uh, I got Miami also. All right, so three Dolphins. We got three Dolphins going this week. All right. After that, we got the Colts and Texans in Houston. This game scares me. I think this could be a trap game, but no Will Fuller because he got tested positive for doing HGH elephant steroids. Oh, and uh, Brand, Brand or uh, Roby. Yeah, Ro- Roby suspended too. Yep, all of them. They're cheaters. The, the the fucking Houston Texans are cheaters. How can you be a cheater and be have the record that you have? I, right, that's I, you know what I mean. Man. And then, like, you know, it's still funny. Like Brian Cushing is still a part of that organization. Yeah, like he's the strength. Part. He's the strength and conditioning coach. Right. He got busted so, for PEDs. Yeah, he got busted for PEDs too. So he's just giving everybody like, if you become a part of the Houston Texans, you walk in with here's your playbook and here's your shot of steroids. Enjoy the team. <laughs> Hit the weight room, chump. Champ. Hit the weight room, champ. Here you go. That's good. You know, go go go. You gotta. Keep pace with this cheetah, Will Fuller. And that's another thing, too. Will Fuller, this fucking dude, listen, is he a good player? Yes, he's an NFL player. He's a good player, okay? <coughs> Excuse me. He's an NFL player. But that fucking guy can never stay healthy, ever. And well, just listen. goes to show that finally the first year that he's healthy, 
The fucking guy's Lance Armstrong out there. Not one nutting it, but the fucking guy's doping. You yeah. know what I mean? It's uh they got a they got a lot of problems on this team. Um more than you thought coming into the season for sure. They don't have a run game. They have nobody to throw the fucking ball to. Yeah. Yeah, they still it's got Ron Watson. Cooks. I mean, yeah, but Brandon Cooks is Brandon Cooks. He's a good player, yeah. He looks he's he was supposed to be this huge superstar. I took that fucking guy in like the fifth round this year as a wide yeah. receiver. I was and like, I'm like, this is oh, gonna that, be awesome. That, He's gonna be the that's guy. That's your fault. Well, I I salvaged it up because <laughs> I ended up getting other players later. But you know, I actually thought like coming in, he was gonna have a nice season. Like I was like, he's the the, the, the front runner to be number one because Will Fuller can never stay healthy. Well, uh, Brandon Cooks has had a solid season. He started out very slow. He started off very slow, and I dropped his bum ass. I was like, you suck. Lots, Get off my fucking lots team. Lots of people dropped him. I was but like, yeah, you're done. I dropped him week two, and I picked up James Robinson. So there you go. That's a good pickup. I'll take that pickup oh, every go. fucking day. But no, like this Houston team is shaky, man. I don't like this game. Let's get back on track here. I, but I, me seeing this game, okay, you saw the Colts last week. And that was a tough game for the Colts. They, they literally got their ass beat up and down the field by Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry in the first half, the first half had like what, 160 yards and two touchdowns or something like that. He was running the fucking ball all over that team. I thought he had three touchdowns in the first yes, half. Yes, he was, he was insane. He was insane last week against the Colts. But that being said, so now you, you bring this – you, you bring the Colts, they should be wanting to bounce back off against the off against the Houston Texans. And the Texans, they've had a tough schedule, but they also can't stay healthy. But this could be a total trap game and ruin any chances for the Colts to fucking get a playoff game. In a shit show, I in a shit show, man, I'm I'm taking the Colts, but I don't like taking it. Tyler, who are you taking? I got the Colts too. Um their defense is gonna be healthier this week and Unlike last week where Derrick Henry ran over them, they were missing DeForest Buckner. They were missing mm-hmm. a couple key guys in the secondary. I I think it's going to be a close game, but, yeah, I got the Colts in this game. It's, a, it's, a, it's one of them trap games where you don't yeah. like to take either team. You know what I mean? All right, and Angelo, who are you taking in this one? I, I have the Colts. I think there's too much for them to lose if they lose this game. Um, then oh, I yeah. believe if they lose, they're on the outside looking in on the playoffs at this moment. Um this team was in the beginning of the year was supposed to be, you know, right there at the top of the AFC. I think they they bounce back and and I think they have a good game. I don't even think this game is close, to be honest. It's it's just a weird game. I yeah. just I don't like the game. I, it's I just because I, they've been so inconsistent. That's why. Right. I just, so, it's, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Listen, man, Philip Rivers is not going to be there forever, obviously. Like, that's that's a no-brainer. You know what I mean? He's not going to be there forever. He's not what they need down there and in, over there in Indianapolis. He's not the guy. It just is what it is. But well, we got a report I can totally see this from, being a fucking ruiner, a game ruiner. Go ahead, Ty. We got a report from Rappaport four minutes ago. <clears throat> Philip Rivers is going to need offseason foot surgery so he's still dealing with his foot injury and it's not going to be healed up by the end of the season yeah so that that would explain the the erratic play for that offense recently if he's uh, playing on a on a shaky well i guess they're not that bad but they've been running the ball a lot more they haven't used jonathan taylor in weeks jonathan taylor without covid he is back oh yeah that's true yeah he He is back have himself a game (laughs) not last week but the week before yeah, yeah, he, yeah he finally bounced back, but like in the weeks before, they didn't use him for like three weeks in a row. So it was a tough, 
I don't well, know. I'm taking the Colts. I don't like it, but I think we're all on the Colts train, yeah, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Here we go. We're going to Las Vegas. Or no, we're going to the New York Jets, where the Las Vegas Raiders play the Jets. Oh, I know who you got in this game, Mike. Ooh. I know you got them J-E-T-S. J- J- no, fuck that team. Yeah, I'm yeah, taking, yeah. I am taking the Raiders. Who are you guys taking? Uh, Raiders. I got the Raiders. No, watch that game. Watch them fucking win. Watch the fucking watch, Jets win. Watch the Jets fucking win. I would think watch. that Vegas would bounce back after the debacle that was last week. Yeah, they're, they're in a prime prime. Uh, never mind. What prime no, bounce never back? Mind. I, yeah, there we go. There we go. I Are you gonna talk yourself of... into picking the Jets? No, I completely lost my train of thought right there. Sorry, right. I came back in with. The... <laughs> Is this game a lock for the Raiders? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you say lock, I have the... to change my bet. On, on the money, <laughs> on the money line, yeah, it's a lock. I don't know. I don't know about the spread. All right, all right, there you go. Here we go. And we all got the Raiders on that one. We got the New York Giants, no Danny Dimes, Colt McCoy, wah, wah, going up to Seattle and play. Oh, this is the start of the three o'clock games, guys, just so you know. We got the Giants against the Seahawks. Like I was saying, no Danny Dimes, all Russell Wilson, all day, going to fucking smoke this team, I think. Uh, I'm taking Seattle, and I think that's a no-brainer. I think that's a no-brainer. Again, fuck the New York football team. Plural, not the Washington. I was going to say, football. wait, you're going against both New York teams this week? I am. I am. And, and I'm not even right. betting on this week. Okay. I'm not putting any money on any New York teams this week. So that means everybody bet the shit out of right. the New York teams right. because it'll piss Mike off when both teams win. Can you imagine if I stay away from it and then the Jets win <laughs> and then the fucking Giants trounce Seattle like 31 to 4? Yeah, Cole McCoy comes out, throws like fucking three yeah, times. Cole McCoy out, comes like out looking like 300 Cole. yards. Texas, Texas Colt McCoy. Hey, you could put together right now a two-team New York parlay right now, plus 2,050 odds. What? On money line? On uh, money line for the Giants and Jets. Oh, I'm, I'm not recommending you do that. That's terrible. <laughs> <bad. laughs> I'm, no, I'm not recommending that at all. I'm not – don't do that, but you can do it. You can also bet – you could also bet that Danny Jones is never going to come back on the year, I think, too, in Vegas, I heard. I wish I was in Vegas right now. All right, so uh, is this is this Seattle across the board? Do we Seattle. have to go? In? Yeah, Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the next game, uh, I don't like this game, guys. The Rams against the Cardinals. Angelo, I'll let you lead this one off. Oh, man. The Rams both, are a funny both team. Both teams seem phonies. Both teams yeah. are fucking phonies. They both uh, – the, the inconsistency. That's one thing this year that's been consistent about the NFL – is the amount of inconsistency between teams. Uh, just when the Rams look good, they lay an egg. Same with the Cardinals. Um, I'm go- This is a big matchup, I feel, for both of these teams. Ooh, I think the Rams are going to pull this one off. As much as I don't want them to, Sean McVay is just really good inside of, you know, when he plays. I, I think he's beaten Arizona a lot recently. I try to find the stat right now, but I can't. But, um, yeah, I got the Rams. Tyler, who are you taking in this one? I'm pulling off some stats right here, but uh, this is one of my favorite games to bet this week. I really like the uh, the Rams covering two and a half. So I got the Rams to win. Okay. Uh, let me let me get these stats pulled up here, though. Because, let, okay, let's see, last season, 
the Rams beat the Cardinals twice. They beat them twice in 2018, twice in 2017. So the Cardinals have not beaten the Rams. Right. In the That's past three seasons. So you're saying there's a chance? No. I mean, there's a chance on any game any week. Well, yeah, I don't I like, like. I like the Rams. I don't like Jared Goff. I don't like Sean McVay. I'm going with the Cardinals. Got to get on out there. I'm going to try it. Hey, we've all we've we've been the same on each and every game almost throughout the sheets. So I'm gonna. This is one of those picks that I hope the Cardinals pull it out. I do like the Cardinals more than I like the Rams. I don't like the Rams, but I just yeah. don't like the Rams because I don't like the Rams. But I, don't I think like, I don't like the Rams because they're fucking phonies. Yeah, like you should have won. Defense is still pretty fucking good. They should have. They should have beat San Fran. Defense in the league. Yeah, their defense is still good, and their second best. Sean McVay obviously has Arizona's number. So, I think I think this is the this is the time. I think this is the time where Arizona beats them. I really do. I'm taking Arizona. So there we go. We got two Rams and a Cardinals. There we go. After that. We have the Patriots taking on the Chargers at the 325 start. Uh, this one's hard, too. Yeah. The Chargers can't close a game out to save their lives. And New England is not the same New England, but they still have Belichick. And I don't know. Like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if New England won this game. No. New England, I think New England should be the favors, the favorites in this game. Oh, I don't know. Um, Quarterback so, play difference is so extreme. So when I was making a couple bets a couple days ago, the Patriots were minus 0.5. So it was a pick 'em. It's a pick 'em. But they right. were favored. And now I'm looking on FanDuel. The Patriots are one and a half point dogs. They're one and a half point dogs? Dogs, yes. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'll, if somebody wants to take it, take it. Whoever wants to pick first. I'll take the Patriots. Angelo? Man, uh, this one's tough, man. I uh, I love this Chargers team. They just can't close out a game. Um, they find a new way to lose like every yeah, single week. Yeah, every single week. It's it's insane. They're, at this point, they're inventing ways to lose. <laughs> yeah, I mean. They're the Falcons of the AFC. Well, the Falcons have been pretty good lately, man. I'm going to take – Belichick always plays well against young quarterbacks. I'm going to take the Patriots. I'm going to take the Chargers just for shits and giggles just to try and I'm not, I'm not excited about my pick there. I don't like it either. I kind of wanted the Chargers, but Chargers. Belichick is just – he's always done well against young quarterbacks, so I expect that trend to continue. All right, so there we go. We got two Pats, one Chargers. Uh, this game is going to be a fucking ass whooping. I hate the Eagles. Eagles at Green Bay in the three twenty-five slot. I'm taking the Packers. This is easy. Ty, uh, Packers. I mean, he's just picking the Packers like I'm going to pick the Bears. I I don't know, man. The Packers' defense can be scored on. I I mean, they by, they can by Carson what by the Eagles. I don't know, man. I just think <laughs> that the Eagles no. There's nothing good about the Eagles. There's not one thing good about the Eagles. Know, Miles Sanders. Pick, yeah, he's all right. Pick the Packers, man, and I can't start now. Then don't pick them. Give so, me that win. <laughs> fuck. I take the Packers. 
Bum, 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 bum. My name is Angelo, and I have a problem. One eight hundred gambler. That's All the right. only reason. It's because, because we're tied. If we weren't tied, I would not have picked them. We have tonight's game at seven twenty. The Broncos at the Chiefs. This should be an easy one. It's Chiefs across the board, right, guys? This is. Is there a reason that we should fucking break down this game? So. I do think that there's an issue with the. Uh, well, it's plus 13 and a half now. It was 14 yesterday on uh, FanDuel, but I just think that's a little bit extreme. That's a lot of points, but. Yeah. You're a lot. Like, I could understand if that dude from last week was quarterback, but like, oh, I think they'll Pen- be able to at least hold the ball. If Pendle Hinton was bit. starting, this spread would be like 25. Yeah. yeah, it's insane. That's a huge. Spread. But, but the Chiefs are on that kind of a run right now, man. They're just the destroying Chiefs. teams. The Chiefs are 0-4 against the spread over the last four weeks. Trend is your friend. Until it so ends. You would bet the old, you would bet that the Broncos plus 13 and a half, huh? No, I'm not I'm not gonna bet that. It was just a stat I liked. Oh. Yeah. All right. So Casey across the board, they ain't they're they are not dropping this game against the Broncos. The Broncos are terrible. And tomorrow night we have two Monday night games, man. We got the Washington football team going up against the Steelers at 4 p.m. in Pittsburgh. Who are you taking? Uh, well, every time I think that the Steelers are supposed to lose, they win. Um, I'm going to take Pittsburgh. Okay. I bet against them the last couple weeks thinking, well, they eventually got to lose, right? And they haven't, so I'm going to just ride that train. Now watch they'll fucking lose. Tyler, are you taking? I think Pittsburgh. Um, I do think the spread is a little, little too big at plus seven, but I'll take Pittsburgh. I think that the Washington Football Team win Ooh. this game. Oh my God, that's my big balls bet of the week. All right, I really Bro, can. We do that. Can we start a segment? Mike's big balls bet of the week. I'm cool with that. This is my it. big balls bet of the week. I really do like the Washington football team in this game. The Pittsburgh Steelers did not show me much playing down to their level last week against the Ravens. I mean, sweet fucking Pete. How do you how do you fucking not cover five and a half points by a team that's ran by fucking Robert Griffin III, whose hamstrings are pretty much old shoestrings and fucking old weathered rubber bands at this point? All right. And then you find he gets out of the game. And then who's help me out here? Who's the asshole that filled in, Ty? Trace McSorley, who threw yeah, there a you go. 70 yard touchdown pass to fucking yeah. destroy the fucking spread. Are you fucking that dude's name sounds like he'd be a detective? He sounds like a Madden character. Yeah. Trace McSorley and Tim O'Shaughnessy. You know, like it, <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, man. I really think, and especially coming off that game, it's going to be a real early, it's a quick week, it's a quick change, quick turnaround for him again. I'm taking I'm taking the football team, man. They've been playing good defense. Alex Smith looks very comfortable in the pocket. Antonio Gibson, this dude is a fucking stud, man. This dude is a straight-up beast on the ground. No, I, I haven't seen a team stop him yet and bottle him up. He has been, un, he's always getting his in every single skin, skins game this year, oh, football team game this year. Yeah, right. Watch it over here. Yeah, I know, but no, they're, 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 he's a good fucking player, man. I do like that team, and I think the Washington football team wins this game. I think they do. I'm taking, I'm taking the Washington football team. So there you go. 
And after that, we got the Bills and 49ers in San Fran. This is another one of those games I don't like, guys. I think it's a trap game. I don't think the Bills are all that great. They are playing very good at eight and three, right? They're eight and three. Yeah. All right. I believe they're so, playing. Yeah. They're playing good football, and their defense looks like it's starting to turn around again. But the fucking 49ers are just going to be league killers, I think, this year. I think that that's their mission this year, is just to beat teams that are getting ready for the playoffs. So um, aren't, they, aren't the 49ers playing in Arizona? They are yep. playing in Arizona. They are playing in Arizona. Oh, but it's not really a home game for them. It's it's in a way. Oh, yeah, they're, you're right. Neutral site. Right. All so, right. I mean, so, I'll take Buffalo. I think they'll win this game. Ty. I'm going to take Buffalo here. Uh so with the 49ers going to Arizona to play their games, Kyle Shanahan reached out to all their players and said, uh, if you guys are having any mental health issues, to let me know. So, I mean, I think these guys are taking it hard. They had to up in the middle of the season, up and move to a whole other state away from all their families and stuff like that. I don't know how they're going to react. I'm going to take the bills. I've already made a couple ballsy picks today. I might as well keep that trend going. I'm going to go with the Niners in this game in a very ugly win. I don't, I don't like this pick. I want to pick the Bills, but I got to. So, Mike, you're either gonna you're either gonna get in first place this week, or you're going to tumble down far. Yeah. No. Listen. Oh, hey, you're gonna take. Listen. Hey, sometimes you gotta risk it for the biscuit, right? Yeah. Risk That's it for the biscuit. Thing. Oh, yeah. I know all about biscuits. I may lay a biscuit this week. Like, honestly. <laughs> Like literally, I might shit a biscuit in the in my pickums this week, but you know I'm gonna take I gotta take the chance. I gotta take the chance. And then we got the Tuesday night game, guys, a real barn burner of sorts. Again, the Dallas Cowboys against the Baltimore Ravens God. in Baltimore, real barn burner. This game, fucking seventy points minimum. No defense on either side. The Ravens have not looked good on defense over the past couple of weeks. I don't even think Dallas has a defense. I think I honestly think Lamar Jackson can just throw the ball over his old line, catch it himself, and run to the house. <laughs> because, like you know, like how he's doing backyard football. Yeah, you know, I'm like oh, pass to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I seriously, that's what's gonna happen. The Ravens uh, are just so like. Well, they did have a lot of COVID issues, but hopefully they can kind of rewrite I, the ship at this point, right? Because they've they've I looked. Think- I think the COVID Ravens would beat the Dallas Cowboys full strength. I think I think the COVID All Stars of the old folks home <laughs> down the road for me can beat the fucking Cowboys. Yeah, but Mike, we oh, need man. the Cowboys to win and the Bears to lose so that the Bears get a better pick. I'm I'm okay with that. Let's go. I'll root oh. for the Cowboys, but I'm taking the Ravens in this game. You're fucking out of your mind. If, like, I'm taking the Ravens in this game. I am not taking the Dallas Cowboys. So I think that uh, Angela, who are you taking in this one? I'm taking the Ravens also. Tyler, yeah, Ravens. All right, so there you go. So now we got. Are we waiting to go to the Bears game? We're going to bring uh, Eric on first. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys want to do? You guys want to bring Eric right, on? Let's bring him on. We'll give our picks at the end of the, the end of the segment. All right. Let him sway us on who we're going to pick. Yep. I already know who I'm picking, but of course you do. Of course you do. Because <sighs> you're stupid. Yes, that is uh, true. Yeah, no. So yeah, we got Eric coming on with us again, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun having him on again. He, we're going to talk a little bit. Of, I want to definitely talk to him about that article um, that he that he wrote either yesterday or the day before about 
the Peyton Manning aspect. Oh, he's there he is right here. So our guy over at Sports Mockery going to be joining us, like we said, for the remainder of the year, coming on here with us, talking a little bit about the Bears. He writes for Sports Mockery. It's a real awesome time having him on with us. Eric Lambert joins us again. What's up, Eric? Good morning, my friend. How are you? Morning, boys. How you doing? Oh, there oh. we go. We're, we're doing. We're it's okay. We're doing. It's it's not. Too we're surviving. Yeah, surviving is, is probably right. the best. The best. We're, we're doing better than the Bears secondary on on Sunday night. That's, <laughs> that's true. I think. I mean, we didn't get spanked yet this morning, so that's a good thing. Um, a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So we nailed it on the head last week, man. The Packers came in. Mm-hmm. Their Packers. The Bears went into town up in Lambeau, and it was not even close. Not even by any of the stretch. The Packers really laid one on us, 41-25 or something like that. Aaron Rodgers just could not be stopped. We pretty much called it here. This week, the Detroit Lions come to Chicago here, Eric. What are we to expect from this Detroit Lions team? Is Kenny Galladay back? Is DeAndre Swift playing? What's the go show for this? Uh, From what I understand, Galladay is out. Swift is doubtful, so I doubt either of them play. Trufant is out. Okuda is out. So they got a lot of guys out in this game. They're really banged up. And, uh, you know, Patricia's gone. You know, the coaches pro- coaches are probably going to be fired at the end of the year. So a lot of guys are going to be playing for their jobs right now. So it's really hard to predict what this team's going to look like going into this game. So with all those injuries and all those guys out, the coach firings, you're telling me the Bears have a chance to pull out a victory today. Yes, that, yes they do. Is that, in hindsight, long run, however, which way you want to say it, is that good or bad for the Chicago Bears team? If they my, my personal opinion, I'd prefer they lose out, get a high draft choice. I don't think beating the Lions does them any favors at this point because I think Matt Nagy's on his way out. I think Ryan Pace is on his way out. And they need to get it, get the best possible resources they can for rebooting next year and trying to get this thing you know, going again moving forward. You just said, and we, we were talking about it last week when you joined us, if it was an ass whooping, like we, like I had assumed, like I was pretty damn close. You and I were chatting during the game there for a second. I was really close, but we had said that if it was an ass whooping, you thought that Pace and Nagy would be gone. If that is the case, it was an ass whooping. So now they're going to be gone here. They obviously didn't make any moves this week. If the Bears lose against Detroit today, do you see firings at the end of the, at the end of this week before next week? It's a really tough call. I could see it happening. It's a possibility if if the ass whipping's bad enough, if Detroit really gets it on them. But if it's a close loss, I think they'll just keep the status quo. McCaskey's not prone to making those sort of decisions midseason. He never has. So unless it's a really bad game where they get whipped by a really bad team, I don't envision them you know, moving on until after the season. Eric, you, you posted um... – an interesting article that I read last night. Um, it was Arnaghi and Pace a bad pairing. Uh, I love the article. I think it made a lot of good points. If at the end of the season the Bears decided we're only going to keep one of these guys, who would be the best person to keep and bring somebody else in to pair with them? It's a really tough call because both have their strengths and both have their weaknesses. If it were me, I would you know, get rid of pace and bring somebody in to pair with Nagy because I still think Nagy's a good leader. He's a good head coach type. What they need is somebody who can, you know, find superstar talent on offense because then maybe he can start to, you know, run the offense he wants to run. 
And then hopefully you can keep the defense strong enough to field a good team moving forward. So if they were to force, if they were forced to make a choice, I would keep Nagy and find another GM who can maybe finally get them a quarterback. Yeah. What are some of the, who are some of the possible candidates that we could possibly see here in Chicago, maybe before the end of the season or at the start of next season? Uh, there's a lot of good ones out there. Uh, some of my particular favorites include um, the former Houston Texans GM, Rick Smith. He's available now. I was shocked that the Texans moved on from him because his draft record is, is like exemplary. Deshaun Watson, J.J. Watt, Dwayne Brown. I mean, you, you go down a list, a bunch of great players. And I think, you know, they really did him dirty in Houston by moving on. So, you know, he'd be one I'd target. Another one is uh, George Baton, who is the assistant GM in um, Minnesota. He's the right-hand man of uh, Rick Spielman, who, and they've had a great draft record forever. So, And plus, he actually has connections to the Bears. He's a former scout for them. He was a personnel director for them. So, you know, you have ties to him there. So those are a couple of guys I'd be really looking, looking at once uh, Pace is out. There's been a lot of talk, Eric, about, you know, fire Phil um... – uh, Ted Phillips, if they were to go that route, uh, there's been a lot of, of talk about like Peyton Manning coming in and taking that role. Do you think that the Peyton Manning hype is warranted? And if not, who do you think could come in and maybe fill that spot if they decided to maybe move Phillips to a different area? Uh, you know, I think Peyton Manning is going to be tough. I think he really likes where he's at right now, you know, doing the whole ESPN gig, you know, doing interviews, all that stuff. He, you know, his competitive fire will probably get him back into the NFL eventually, but I don't think he's there yet. He's still only 44. So, you know, it's probably going to be a few more years. But if you make a strong enough offer, like seriously, you know, the entire team's yours. You've got all the power. We're going to pay you a ton of money. Get this thing fixed. Who knows? Right. You, you could at least make the offer and see what see what he says. But if not, I do think they should at least reassign Phillips, if not fire him. And I, I laid out a couple of guys that made sense. Um, Trace Armstrong, the former Bears defensive end, who is now an agent in the NFL. He, he represents a lot of coaches, including Matt Nagy, as it turns out. Uh, I think he'd actually make a great team president because he was actually president of the NFLPA for several years. So he has experience doing that sort of stuff. And I think his mix of playing experience and business experience is exactly what the Bears would be looking for. And another guy who really makes sense is Omar Khan. He's the uh, director of football and business administration in Pittsburgh. He's been doing that job for a while. You know, a very proven organization, as good as it gets. And he actually has ties to the Bears as well. He's good friends with Mark Sadowski, their uh, college, college scouting director. So he has ties to the organization as well. So, you know, those are a couple of really good options I think they should look at if and when they do move on from Phillips. What is the case that – what is the chance that we can get one of those guys? And if possible, when can we start looking to bring in one of these guys for head coach, GM, whichever have you? When's the first possible time that we can start doing that? Is it the first okay. week of the playoffs? Am I wrong about that? Well, with executives, you can start looking right away if you want. It just okay. depends on whether or not you're allowed to interview them according to teams. Most of the time, teams will allow executives to, you know, to be interviewed. It's coaches because coaches, you know, have to worry about, you know, games during the week and whatnot who, right. you know, don't get interviewed right away because of the playoffs and all that sort of stuff. So, 
you know, I think you can get a head start on the executive search if you really want to. And I'm willing to bet that the Bears already have. They're already doing some research, at least. And then they'll start to get active towards the end of the season once they're sure that they're going to move on from pace. So with your gut feeling, do you think the Bears make the trifecta move, moving Phillips somewhere else, getting rid of pace and getting rid of Nagy? Yes, I think that's the case. Now, I'm not as sure about Phillips because he's been here so long and the, and the McCaskey family has a relationship with him, you know, a relationship going back over 30 years. Right. So you really have to factor that in with Phillips. But the way things have gone during his tenure as team president can't be ignored. Five playoff appearances in 21 years. That's unacceptable. And, you know, he's been a big part of the decisions being made. He's had a, he's had a hand in all the GMs being hired, all the head coaches being hired. So, you know, you have to factor that stuff in, which is why I think it's more likely now than years past that he could be reassigned. And I'm much more certain about Nagy and Pace. I'm almost guaranteed that they're probably out after the end of this season. Hmm. Eric, how do you, how ahead, do you think the defense is going to respond this week after Nagy called them out publicly? You know, they're a veteran defense. They're a proud hmm. defense. I think they can take criticism just fine. And I think they're going to play a lot better, especially with Akeem Hicks probably being back. You know, he's their leader. He's their heart and soul. I think they're going to, you know, pl play hard and play well. Is it going to be good enough with the state of the offense? I just don't know. But I think they're going to respond just fine to what Nagy said. I don't think they're going to take it that personally. Okay. All right. Eric, let's move on to today's game. We got Detroit here, man. Stafford, you already said no Galladay. Swift is doubtful. We got Mitch coming back. We got A-Rob coming back, tweaking his knee. Is there any news on how bad that knee injury is? And I also heard that Darnell Mooney tweaked his knee a little bit in practice on Friday as well. Is Mooney a go? Is Robinson a go? Is everything okay with these guys? Or Yes, both of them are going to play. I, I imagine those were just precautionary measures to hold them out of practice just in case, you know, there was anything more serious. But I do expect them to play and probably, you know, be close to 100%. So I'm not too worried about that. How did you view uh, Mitchell Trubisky's performance from last week? And how do you see it translating into this week against Cle against Detroit? I almost said Cleveland. I don't know where the fuck I'm at, Eric. I have no idea where I'm at. Honestly, I really didn't see many changes from what I've already seen. You know, he looked basically like the same exact player. He'd make some really nice plays, and then he'd make some boneheaded plays. It's been his M.O. for years now. And, you know, Green Bay knew exactly how to play him. They played him that way, and they got the same exact results they've been getting for the past few games they've played him. So it, it's just one of those things where I don't expect much different. If anything, you know, he has owned the Lions. There's no question he's owned the Lions, but the, there is a new factor in play that Patricia's no longer coaching, and he was dead set on playing man coverage all the time mm -hmm. you know, with his defense, and Mitch loves playing against man coverage, and that's been his thing. If you switch to zone on him, he starts to struggle. So I'm I'm wondering if the Lions are going to start to play more zone in this game and he starts to struggle. If that happens, who knows how this game will go. All right. I'm, I'm worried about it. So what's your pick at the end of the game here, Eric? Who do you think wins this game? I think this game's probably going to be one of those classic ugly type games. You know, both teams are going to make a lot of mistakes. It's You know, it's going to be who wants it less rather than who wants it more. And, uh, I, but I do think the bears being a healthier team and being at home are probably going to come out with the win. I have them winning 1917. 
All right. I, I, I'm, I'm, uh, all right. So that's your prediction. Eric's got him going 1917 in a Bears W. Tyler, who are you taking? I mean, I, so I've been thinking about this all week. I've been looking at stuff. I, I really don't know. I think, I think the Bears pull it out close, but I, I don't feel comfortable with that. You got to pick one. You got to pick one. I, I'll take the this Bears. Is your pick for the Beckhams. You got to pick one. I, I like who Bears. you have. <laughs> you're taking the you're taking the Bears. Yeah. Oh my God, dude! It's a fucking bizarro <laughs> world here, Eric. We got this guy taking the Packers. We got Angelo finally taking the Packers this week, and we got Tyler finally taking the Bears. I'm gonna go with the Lions in this game, and I I I don't like it, but I'm hoping for it in a way so the Bears can slouch down and get a lower a higher pick in the draft. I think it's gonna be a, a really tough game, uh, but I I I'm gonna say it's gonna be. 17-14 Lions is where I'm going for. Maybe even lower than that, but I'm going to go 17-14 Lions. Angelo, you take uh, The over-under in this game is 44 on the nose. This, to me, has the makings of like a 23-20 type of game. Um, I think the Bears' defense is going to come out and try to make a point this week, especially after how bad they looked against Green Bay. I think the Bears are going to win. I do think it's going to be close, which is unfortunate because there's so many people out in Detroit, but and because I want them to get a better draft pick, but I think they're going to end up winning, and people start acting like, oh, everything's fixed. They're back. They're six. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's the MO for the Chicago Bears. They're back. All right, so we got – wow, I'm the odd man out. I'm the only one that's not taking the Bears. Yep. Oh, man, all right. Hey, real quick, Eric, before we cut you loose, man, have you ever heard the expression cat's ass? I have not. What? <laughs> I told you. I told yeah, you. Man. That's like the Nobody most random thing you've that. ever had on this. No, show. that's not right. like, it's cat's ass, dude. Like that's badass. I've <laughs> never heard. It. I've heard of cat's meow or like badass. I've never heard of cat's ass. Well, I don't know. You guys live under a fucking rock. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> All right, that's plain and simple. You guys uh, travel out of the cave every once in a while. Okay, travel out of the cave. Eric, thanks for joining us again, man. Where can everybody find you again? Where can we read all your articles? What do we got to do to get, get to you? You get to me at Eric Lambert one on Twitter. I'm on there all the time. All right, Eric, thank you so much, my thanks, friend. Eric, appreciate we'll see it. See you next week. Pleasure, boys. Take care, man. All so right, real Eric. quick, real quick. quick. Eric Lambert again, guys. That's A-E-R-I-K-L-A-M-B-E-R-T in the number one. Eric Lambert one. Go find him there. He's a writer for Sports Mockery. Has a bunch of great articles on there. Follow him. Eric's awesome. Thanks for joining us again. Angelo, what do you want to say? So, uh, I just got a breaking type of story on from CBS Sports that if the the title is, if Bears move on from Matt Nagy as head coach this offseason, they will target Northwestern's Pat Fitzgerald. He ain't going anywhere. Pat Fitzgerald isn't going anywhere. I mean, he said that, but then he also said that <laughs> if he was to go anywhere, it would be for the Bears. Who's reporting it for CBS? Uh, Jason Lacafora. So I mean, I've you got to take it with a grain of salt because he's wrong quite quite a bit. But <laughs> no, no, let's not throw him under the bus. Maybe one day we can have him on here. All right, but and let's not throw him under the bus. You know, I mean, there's been plenty of shit that I don't agree that Eric says. It's like, what the fuck That's is true. he smoking? That's you know what I mean? But like, I don't I'm not a- saying he's wrong. I'm just saying it's it's such a Bears move. That would right. be such a Bears move to do. Uh, listen, I would love to see, uh, and I'm not just saying because I like Northwestern. 
You're talking about a coach who completely turned around a program in Pat Fitzgerald. He really did. Northwestern was not even fucking thought of up there until he got there a couple of years right. back. Right. I get it. I get now it. Now they're a legit Big Ten school. They're beating fucking Wisconsin. They're beating Ohio State. They're in games against those teams. It's Listen. But we've seen that play out. We've seen the college coach come to the NFL, and it doesn't translate well most of the time. Okay. Well, no, that's not true. That's not true at all. There, you got plenty of guys out there. Uh, Pete, Pete Carroll, you know, he was okay. coaching at USC forever. At USC forever, I think he co- he did coach in the NFL before that too. All right, but he went to USC, came back, and now he's with Seattle. Won a Super Bowl up there. He's been up there a long time. Does Pat got- Fitzgerald have NFL experience at all? Uh, like yeah. Any time in his career? I don't know. Me either. But I just I don't know. I think the Bears at this point can't take a a chance on a guy. They need to get somebody who has the NFL experience, whether it's an assistant coach or an up-and-coming coach. They can't keep messing around with bringing guys from Canada down here or shit like that. Like they need a guy who is a or a guy who called three games in the fucking in a season in Matt Nagy. Like you need to bring somebody in who has a proven track record with a team. Because I'm tired of this, oh, yeah, well, we're going to take a shot on this guy because we think we're smarter than everybody else. And every time they do that, they shit themselves, period. But, but the know. way I see it, the Bears aren't one of the best teams that are going to be looking for a, a head coach this year. There's plenty of other teams out there that you would rather take that job over the Bears. Because I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, the man. Bears are in a very good situation going forward over the next couple of years. You don't want to come no. here and shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah, but if you got to understand though, too, it's almost the same type of situation that Theo Epstein was in with the Cubs. Yeah. All right, you, you're going to come here, and if you build this thing, if you build this thing, it's going to be fucking huge. All right, like it's really, it's going to be huge. If you can figure out how to make the Bears contenders in a legit team. It's going to be the biggest thing in Chicago. What was Northwestern's record last year? They were terrible last year. And they were good the year before, right? The year before yes. last, right. And, and everybody talked up. about Pat Fitzgerald coming to the NFL. And okay, so Pat Fitzgerald. To bed, and now Pat this year they're getting there. 2006. He went 4-8, and 6-6, 9-4, 8-5, 7-6, 6-7. 10-3, 5-7, 5-6, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7, 5-7
did you see the scuffle at the end of the first half? I did not. I did not. Oh, I listened man. to it on the radio. So, uh, Zach Wilson, he threw an interception at the end. It was picked off on the one-yard line. So, defender comes over and starts blocking him. And here comes another guy. He just drove him straight into the fucking ground for no reason. He wasn't even part of the play anymore. And then Zach Wilson gets back up, and they fucking drive him right back down to the ground again. Fucking benches right. clear. There's a little scuffle right before halftime. Yeah, I, I did not see that. I did not see that. I'll look it up here. But to go back on the Pat Fitzgerald train, Angelo, you, you said you want a guy with experience, right? Well, yeah. he does have head coaching experience. Granted, it may be in college, but it's more head coaching experience than Matt Nagy has. I, you know, I mean, it's more head coaching experience than Vic Fangio has. It's more head coaching experience than a lot of guys have. Granted, it's in college. I'm not saying that they should go at I'm not saying, oh, he's the only guy that I want. No, that's not what I'm saying. All I'm saying is that I think it would be a good hire if you went after him. But unfortunately, I don't think he's leaving Northwestern. I, I see the Bears making this move because it's a Bears move. They want to be first to do something. And I don't think it's it'll pan not- out. I think it'll be a mess. And fucking five years from now, we'll be talking again about new head coach, new GM. Yeah. See, the, the move I see him make. I'm sorry, Ty. The move I see him make is the move that what you of what you want. I think they're going to go after a guy who's seasoned in the NFL. That know like, they're going to go after like a Bill Parcells, not no. Bill Parcells. No, they're not going to go after Bill Parcells. Right, Parcells. right. I get. But they're going to go after a guy that has won before, because that's what the fans want. That's what you want. That's and that's going to. I think yeah, it can work out. But I, I don't also- necessarily want a coach that's won. I just want a coach like. So it's okay I, to go grab Romeo, Romeo Cornell? No, I I wouldn't grab him. I'm talking about like I like I'm intrigued by guys like the Pittsburgh Steelers offensive coordinator or I like Fitchner. You you know somebody that that's with a team where the offense has been consistent. I'm not saying they have to be world beaters, but consistency. It's exactly what we did with Kansas City. That's why I'm against Eric Bieniemy. Except right, but that's the thing. Except Matt Nagy wasn't the focal point of that yeah. offense until Andy Reid let him call a few plays. He's the fucking focal point of that offense. You're nuts. I, I didn't say that. I don't want that. I don't want anybody from Kansas City. I don't want to touch Kansas City anymore. They scoured me with Matt Nagy. No thanks. Listen, unless we're getting Andy Reid, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like Unless we're getting somebody who knows what the fuck they're doing on the offensive side of the ball – it, it doesn't matter. What the Bears got to do is they got to strip house. They got a clean house, man. They got to get a GM in here. They, well, first off, they got to get a guy who knows fucking football. All right, because nobody knows football there. They don't know the fuck. They know that it's a game. They know that the big, gigantic men played on a field while they're up in their press boxes watching it. And then they know that their team is not good enough to get Ws. All right, but they got to get a guy in here who knows what he's doing to hire a GM. And then both of those guys got to sit down and figure out, Let's hire a coach. Let's figure this out. And then that guy has to just take a step away and be like, it's your team now. Figure this out. Do the Ricketts thing. Be like, it's your team, Theo. Win me a fucking championship. You know what I mean? It's your team, Theo. Do what you got to do. Because that is, it, what would you rather have, Angelo? I saw a post uh, – I saw the red pill, blue pill, green pill thing, or whatever the fuck you posted the other day. 
Okay, explain to me what what that was because I wanted to talk to you about that too because that bothered me that you said that. What was what so, were the, uh, now I have to go back into my well, I'll go back into your thing. Of Twitter. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I'm sorry, I cut you off earlier. So, so if they hire Fitzgerald, I I think it kind of ends up more of like when the Bulls hired Fred Hoiberg. You think so? Bringing a guy straight from college just because they like him and just not translating well. I mean, yeah, fucking Hoiberg was terrible. And they, well, Fitz, they, how long was Hoiberg coaching before the in college before the Bulls hired him? Uh, you know, I, I mean, Fitzgerald is Fitzgerald has a tenure. He's been there fourteen years already down there and up up there in Sleepy Evanston. You know, like that's like that's a legit thing. You know, Fred Hoiberg he may have been coaching, but he wasn't the head coach in college for a super long time. He coached. Hold on. I'm pulling up his page right now. Angela, if you got it, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, so I found what you were saying. Right. Uh, There's four pills, a blue pill, a red pill, purple, and black. Okay. Blue pill was Cody Parkey makes the kick against the Eagles. Mm -hmm. The red pill is the Bears win the 2006 Super Bowl. The purple pill is the Bears draft Mahomes. And the black pill is Vic Fangio never leaves. I chose the red pill. Because Bears win the Super Bowl in twenty thousand in two thousand and six. Yes, because then they would have won the championship. Just because they draft Mahomes, this organization screws quarterbacks up more than anybody. <laughs> that doesn't mean that he wouldn't be good, but I don't know if he would be as good as he is now. Right. You know. Plus, that Kansas City team has so many weapons. They almost have too many weapons. They do not, have many weapons. Yeah, you have guys out there that don't get the ball, and they should be. Do they still have Jimmy Watkins? Yeah, but I think he's been hurt, right? I don't think so. No, you don't think so? What, what was that? I missed that. I was Sammy thinking. Watkins. Is he still in Kansas City? Yes, he is. Yeah, I thought so. But yeah, he's, he's been hurt. He's, play, he's, he's playing this week. That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, uh, no. Coached for uh, five years from 2010 to 2015 at Iowa. Right. Okay. So then there you go. So he had five years experience while uh, Fitzgerald literally has 10 years, 15 years experience almost. I mean, John Fox had a bunch of experience too, and he led teams to Super Bowls, and he still shit the bed when he came to Chicago. Yeah, it's tough, man. It, it, listen, it's tough. All so, I'm what saying, would you what would you pick with that Twitter? Your, thing? your pill thing. Your pill thing. I would listen. I just want sustained success. I wish there was a, a fucking pill for that. Well, yeah. I mean, at this point, I'm ready to take a cyanide pill watching this fucking team. Like legit, right? Afraid if I had to pick one, if I, I would much rather have had the guaranteed Super Bowl than any of the other options. Vic Fangio, I mean Vic Fangio's Vic Fangio. All right, he's a coach. I thought that was weird that that was on there. Uh, yeah, I don't know I don't understand why that's on there cuz Vic Fangio's really fucking lighting things up in Denver right now, let me tell you. You know, I know that's not his fault. The Denver Broncos just fucking suck. I get it. They don't have a quarterback. Von Miller got hurt. They're, they're a bad team. Okay. They do I do like their young wide receivers though, and KJ Hamler and Jerry Judy, but that's besides the point. The other one was win the Super Bowl in 2006, draft Mahomes and Vic Fangio, right? And then uh, Cody Parkey makes the kick. Uh, I think mm, – I don't know. That's tough. I think you take the Super Bowl. I don't because that team sucked anyways. That Bears team was all defense. All defense. 
Every Bears team is all. I, well, no, I, I understand that. I okay. So in a in a fucking in a, a game against games, who wins the game? The 2006 Bears, or the 2016 fucking Bears. Uh, it's 2018. Oh yeah, 2018 Bears. Uh, probably the six. That defense was so was so aggressive. I loved the 2006 defense. The Bears had like a ton of takeaways in 2018. Okay, but they're also throwing the ball a shit ton more now than they did back then. <laughs> Sex so. A train, bro. I don't know. I think that that team would maybe not the offense, but the defense would slaughter this offense on that team. team. Are you kidding me? Wasn't Musin Muhammad on that team in 2000? But what offensive weapons does this team have? I don't know. It sucks. You're, you're, you're making – it's the same team. I really got to pee. You guys argue. Tyler, go over your stuff. I'll be right back. All right, all right. All right, so I have some fantasy stuff here. Uh, same thing as every week, guys. Under 50% rostered that you can plug and play if you're in a tough spot. All right, we're going to start with QB. I got Derek Carr this week. I know he burned a lot of people last week with a – negative performance it was like negative two points or something like that nathan peterman had more points in one quarter of uh work than Derek carr had but i think he bounces back this week i mean i don't i don't think he's a top 12 quarterback this week but top 15 is possible if you're streaming qb that's what you're looking for if you're this late into the week uh, another guy is philip rivers we talked about his foot stuff but this week Quarterback, there's not many very good matchups for guys to stream. Running back, I got Benny Snell. A uh, report came out while we were doing the show that James Conner can be cleared from the COVID protocol on Monday, but he is unlikely to play, So, which would mean another Benny Snell week. It's not a very good matchup going up against the football team, but he should have the, uh, the volume to at least put up flex-worthy flex numbers. Uh, Cam Akers is the other guy I got at running back. It's just that's more banking on Sean McVay actually using the guy who looks best in the offense. Malcolm Brown not getting it done. Uh, Daryl Henderson. Daryl Henderson doesn't look very good. Uh, Cam Akers has looked the best last week. Uh, I think it was he. All of his snaps came in the second half, and then. Uh, Daryl Henderson only played six snaps in the second half. So, I mean, it looked like it was turning more towards going to Cam Akers. So, we'll see if that keeps going this week. I think he's a nice guy to plug and play. Another guy with flex-worthy numbers. Uh, wide receiver, uh, I got Nelson Aguilar, uh, Alan Lazard, and uh, Denzel Mims. I'd have him rank Aguilar, Lazard, Mims. Mims is more of a desperation play, but if you go and look at his stats and half-point PPR, over his last three games, he's scored at least eight points. So, I mean, he's got a nice floor of around eight. Uh, tight end here, I got Trey Burton. Trey Burton, he's been getting very involved in the offense. Yeah. Frank Reich likes using him in the red zone. I don't know where that was with Chicago. But every wow. time they get in the red zone, they're looking towards Trey Burton, whether it's targeting him or the fucking handing in the ball off in the red zone. So if you're streaming tight ends, that's what you're looking for. You're looking for guys with red zone work that could possibly get one in because the tight end landscape's a fucking mess right now. Yeah, it's terrible. You, you got you got the top two or three guys, and then everybody after that just blends together, and it's just whoever scores a touchdown that week, you're happy with. Right. That, 
My Any last points guy, are better than none. Oh, yeah. And then my last guy at tight end, I got Kyle Rudolph. That's just because Irv Smith is out this week. Again, Kyle Rudolph, he he gets involved when Irv Smith is not on the field. So I, I think Rudolph has a floor of around four or five PPR points. But, again, he could you can get one, get a touchdown, and then you're happy. You're getting a top six tight end performance for the week. Yeah, I mean, fantasy has been such a uh, cluster this year, man, with injuries and everything. You know, I, I was so confident in my team at the beginning of the year. I had some good running backs, and then all of a sudden, second week two, both my backs go down, and it's just been plug and play this whole time. And then with COVID, you know, you're not sure if guys are playing. It's just been, it's been a cluster, man. It's so. What about some? When, uh, my bad. When guys. I go through my fantasy stuff. Every, so I keep track of all my stuff on a spreadsheet, all my stats and all that. And at the end of the year, I'll go back and go through what I did wrong, what I did right, what I can adjust for the following season to do better. And just just the small amount of stuff I've looked at going back through the weeks, I think I just have to throw this season out. So, I mean, half yeah. my redraft teams are bad and the other half are good. I'm doing very good in Dynasty, but... I don't know what to take from this season. There's just been right. so many wrenches thrown. It's like nobody could have predicted this was going to happen. So I think you just throw this season away and just keep going how how we were doing fantasy fall or past seasons for next year. Yeah, it's just been a cluster this year. Uh, um, do you have any uh, any bets or plays that you like? All right. So I know the last couple weeks on the show I've been saying that I've been trying to take light on the betting because I've been getting my ass whooped. But uh, so this week I'm coming back. I got four plays. Uh, I'm only playing them as half units because I've been getting my ass beat. I'm not playing full units or more than one unit. These are just going to be half unit plays. I got New Orleans minus two and a half. I got the Rams minus two and a half. Jonathan Taylor over 13 and a half receiving yards. He's done that in his last two games. He's going up against his soft-ass Texans defense this week. And then uh, this is just for DraftKings. DraftKings for the Bears this week has a super boost on Mitch Trubisky to throw an INT at plus 100 odds. The uh, The original odds they were giving was uh, minus 55, so they boosted it up to plus, plus 100. That is actually a full unit play for me. The other plays are half units. All right, all right. Yeah, you're. He's bound to throw that uh, that oh, yeah. interception right when know. you think no, this team can pull I ahead. Cornerbacks are like out this week, from what Eric just said, right? I mean, it's yeah, Mitch Trubisky, though. Yeah, one one yeah. bad decision or a tip pass. It's going to be tough, man. It's going to be a tough game for the Bears today. I don't know what's going to happen. It's it's going to be a game that I'm definitely going to watch, obviously. I'm going to sit here and watch it and be pissed off and probably swear know, at my team 15 times. I don't know but. who Stafford's going to throw the ball to, though, outside of Hawkinson and Marvin Jones. They just cut Marvin Hall, I think it was Friday night. Yeah. yeah. AP. They're going to throw the ball to AP. Oh, yeah. That's with the AP stone hands. AP and carry on. Hey, AP can catch the damn ball. Hey, yeah. you say nice things about AP. He's one of the best <laughs> in my life. But he still, still can't catch the ball. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I'd still take him. I'd still take him, though. 
All right, so that, that's pretty much it, huh? That's that's what we got. Yep, I, I thought it was a good show. It was a good show. It was all right. Not too bad. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we got to argue about what the Bears should do, and that's what's going to end up being most of our shows going forward because the Bears are terrible, and hmm. my life with them is an utter wreck. Did you shed a tear and wipe it? Yeah, yep. he's over there crying now. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Bro, I, I I hate this team so so much. <laughs> Uh, man, yeah. oh, oh, how things change when you go back to listen to a couple couple of our shows beginning of the season. Angela's yeah. got high, high hopes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I've explained this before. Oh, yeah. I know you have. We know you have. But you still had the high hopes. Well, yeah, right. because why would I sh- – you know, when your team starts 5-1, and one, your hopes are <laughs> that you would at least make the playoffs, especially when they add five an extra one. team. They are not going to make the playoffs. No, they're not. Well, no, I bet you they do. I bet you they end nine and seven and make the playoffs and nothing changes because everyone's going to be like, oh, well, you know, uh, we made the playoffs this year, so we're I, we're heading in the right direction. Our guys never gave up, blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't think they make the playoffs, dude. I really don't. I don't think they make the playoffs. But, I hope they don't because it'll fuck everything up. So that's just what I think. Well, I mean, how much, how much more of a shit show would it be if the Bears got in there and – in one of the NFC least teams got in there. I mean, you know what the I mean? Bears, if they were in the NFC, the NFC East, they'd be in first place. The NFC least. Yeah. I mean, so they got that going for them. Speaking of the NFC East, I completely forgot about this. There is a boost on DraftKings this week. I did play this. I completely forgot about it until you just said the NFC least. There's a boost to plus 175 for every NFC East team to lose this week. What? <laughs> yeah. So you so you got uh, let me let me get them right here. Yeah, I just lost the schedule. Cowboys are going up against the Ravens. That's a, that's a loss. Yeah. You got the Skins. Go, the Skins are going to beat Pittsburgh. So the football team. Oh yeah. Fuck. Whatever. Them and the San Diego Chargers are winning this week. <laughs> San Diego and then you got, you got the, the Eagles going up against the Packers, and then uh, what about the other one? Giants are going to get smoked by somebody because Danny Jones. Seattle. Oh, Gi- Giants against Seattle. So, uh, so the original parlay odds on the money line was uh, plus 138, but they boosted it up to plus 175. That's not bad. I would make that bet. Well, if yeah. you're betting it, I'm not betting it. <laughs> you can't fucking buy a win, but you haven't you haven't won. Bro, since I haven't won since the Bears Cole Komet. I mean, <laughs> but realistically, my bets have been a little outrageous. Yeah, they've been, actually, they've been very outrageous. They've been very outrageous. Brock Odegersky to have two touchdowns. <laughs> it's been like it's been send, like plus like ninety two hundred odds. For, send, for the parlay, sends me a <laughs> sends me a text. Hey, I got a twelve leg parlay with yeah. different touchdown scores. A ten dollar bet pays out two and a half million bucks. <laughs> yeah, man, I bet that every day. I bet t- ten ten bucks to win two million. Why wouldn't you? Then just start playing the fucking lottery. You have a better chance. I uh, I don't know about that. Uh, Dude, one week I was only like two. I was one game away from winning like ten grand. I was so pissed. That's sports sports betting for you. Were were built on losers. (laughs) Yep, they were built for me. I wish I could make a bet 
against Angelo's bets to win or lose. You guys, you know, you guys don't believe. One day it's going to hit. So time time for it. Tyler's, Tyler's lackluster lock of the week. All right. What's the lock this week, Mr. 0-3? Last week you had the Bears to, to be under 17 points. You lost your lock of the week. It's a bad one. 0-3 now. What's your lock of the week this week? Come on. Tyler's lackluster Mitch, lock of the week. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky interception. Watch him throw for like fucking four touchdowns and not get yeah, picked yeah. off. Watch him not even throw the ball today and you lose. <laughs> I mean, if the Bears I mean, were smart, they might actually consider doing that. Watch play one. Play one. Mitch goes down with an ankle injury, sits out the rest of the game. Tyler loses his lackluster lock of the week. Well, knowing my track record over the past fucking, what has it been, month? It is probably, that'll yeah, probably should, happen. Yeah. Uh, listen, I'm not. I had a decent week last week. Um, oh, I I didn't bet at all last week. My bet I gave out. I didn't bet, but I I was just trying to use DFS to try and uh try and build my bankroll back up. Went 0 and 11 in head to head DFS lineups last week. So it, it's just it's just been awful. Eventually, Tyler, you're gonna shake yeah. this off and you're gonna Dude, be back. Or like. Running I, fucking stinkers, buddy. You guys, dude, are, I started, you guys are running heaters. You guys are running I, fucking stinkers. I started the year out so hot, and over the past month, it's just been miserable. I can't catch a damn break. I so have a solid parlay bet that I think is. Oh my is, God, let's hear it. Is, oh, uh, hold on, it's it's uh. It's solid. No, it's seriously solid. Okay, so it's for the Cleveland Tennessee game. I yeah. have the under fifty-two and a half. I have a Derrick Henry anytime touchdown. Okay. A Jarvis Landry anytime touchdown. That's and shaky. a Derrick Henry over 100.5 yards. I don't think that that's too outrageous. Five bucks, you, five bucks gets you 119. I don't know. I'd I think that that's pretty okay. swap out Jarvis Landry for Nick Chubb. Mm. Yeah, but Nick Chubb's odds of scoring a touchdown are minus 125. Right, right. There's, but there's, a, there's a reason for that. Obviously, we think I am. I know what, I know <laughs> that there's a reason for that. But I'm not saying that I, I'm trying to make people a little bit of money as fast as they can. This time of year is tough. Five dollars. All right. No. <laughs> the next, the next betting segment. I'm just gonna jump off for that. No, you guys on. can talk betting. No, I'll just jump back. off for the betting segment. Angelo, come on back. Come nope. on back. No, nope. need to dump on you, little buddy. I'm sorry. Whatever. The next bet segment. I'm gonna sit out. No. Don't ask me. Oh, no. Who do you think? Oh, I'm just gonna Angela, sit there, no. stone faced. Angela, we do it because we love you. Nope. Okay, this is this is why we pick on you. Okay, because your bets are awesome. All right, they're. It's not true. <laughs> I know that's not true. I'm not saying my bets are awesome. I'm saying my bets are not as outrageous as you guys are making them seem. Right. I don't think a Jarvis Landry touchdown is that outlandish. For a no. Cleveland Browns team. No, it's not. Right. So I mean to bet five dollars on that, I don't think is is crazy. Well, especially I, 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 I'm very confident in the under in this game for some reason. I just think it's gonna be 20 fucking six to twenty for some reason, but that's just me. Well, there you go. 
So that's, that's Angelo's lock of the week. That's what I, I don't lock. I've been on a losing streak. What do you mean lock? No locks here. Well, it's can't can't be it's as Tyler's as, lackluster lock of the week. Tyler's last lucker lock of the week. Mine's just pissing in the wind parlay of the week. So taking it easy breezy. That's right. Hope the for the shred, best. The shreds your money showdown with Angelo Camacho. <laughs> I like it. I fucking like it. That's your shred. Yeah, bro. You know people out there bet mostly like. Not, I'm not talking about professional betters, right? But people like me, for instance, right. they bet these parlays because why? Because it's a better chance well, to win more money. Than, no, it's a higher return is why they make it. That's what I mean, a higher return. Yeah, a better chance. The, the less the, money you spend with a better chance of winning or the higher return, like you said, right. yes. But the books love you guys when you guys do that. Yeah, the books right. love right. parlays. But they, they, hate it when they, they hate it when they hit, though. I mean, they, they've they been on a fucking massive, massive winning streak over the past he, four weeks. The lottery also loves people who buy lottery tickets, right? But then they're pissed right. off when somebody wins the lottery. So roulette tables also like when, roulette tables like the people who go to the roulette table also. <laughs> talking about I hate the fucking guys that win. So, I mean, it's gambling for a reason, right? I say go big or go home. Uh, if you're going to fucking gamble, you might as well try to make as much money as you can for as little bit of a risk as you can. That's just my opinion. Yeah. I'm, I'm picking up what you're throwing down, Angelo. I'm I, picking uh, up what you're throwing Johnny Mansell. Uh-oh, what's going on? Mark Andrews is expected to play Tuesday for, against the Cowboys. He's returning from the COVID IR list. Somebody just dropped him in my one fantasy league. You you playing with ten year olds? No, but I got I got Brock and I got Hayden Hurst. Both have been really good. Uh, I'd probably drop one of them for Mark Andrews. Yeah, I should probably drop Hayden Hurst. All right, well that's our Is show. Kareem Hunt. Oh, like whoa, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I read that wrong. He's not expected to play. My bad. You're an ass bag. You're making me I'm get sorry. all. I'm, I'm sorry. I I just saw is. I thought he, I thought he was playing. My bad. Tyler. It's all right, Tyler. People make mistakes, man. I'm not holding it against you. Hooked on phonics quote of the week, Tyler. <laughs> Dyslexia, fucking up that. That's all right, though. <laughs> We're not here to pick on you, Tyler. We're not here to pick on you. It's bad enough you're a Packer fan. We didn't give him any shit for that, by the way. Yeah, because he won last week. You know, he didn't give us so, any shit about it either. Yeah, because yeah, the I mean, Bears are, I mean, are terrible. Do you feel so, that bad? So listen to this. I went. I went to. Uh, it was a Bears Packers game at Soldier Field like three, four years ago. Now every, every Bears game I went to, whether or not the Bears were playing the Packers or whoever the hell they were playing, I'm head to toe on all my Packers shit. Packers won, and we're leaving the stadium. And fuck, there's a couple guys behind me trying to talk shit, and I just look around. I said, "Who won?" He's like, "See, look, we can't even talk shit." <laughs> yeah, no, we can't. The Bears fans cannot talk shit. Yeah, because the Bears are garbage. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. I'm tired. I got to go wash my ass and shave my head and start getting ready for food and stuff like that. It's football Sunday, baby. It's football Sunday. We got a football Sunday, football Monday, and football Tuesday coming ahead. I'm excited for it. Got to put together all my DFS lineups for the day. I got to check my fantasy. And, uh, yeah, if you're going to make bets, guys, 
go with Tyler's lock of the week. His lackluster lock of the week. And that's it. That's it. We're all done, guys. That's it. All right. We will see you guys next week, Sunday, 9 a.m. Adios. And uh, be good. Go, Pack. Go. Fuck the Packers. Fuck